On today's job board, we have Peter Ferlika, Major Mistakes, Stump the Peter with Casey, Beers, Seeds, What Makes a Good Golf Course, Sand in Bunkers, and of course, Course Happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Is it old Florida or something old somewhere? And the dude at Sprig Tiff Tough and they were doing the first cut and he had a dude with a twenty one inch deck push mower. Oh yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Darren Davis down in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Mowing Savage. Mowing Spriggs. Hand he walked Mowing Spriggs on entire fairways. He was an assistant yeah. at Highlands underneath Daddy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, when Walk I went to the, the whole fairway? Yeah, on the first yeah, cut. Yeah, push mower. So, here's a story. 21-inch rotary unit. Push mower the whole fucking barrel. Rotary. The, um, <laughs> one of six or some shit. I, when I worked at Shady Canyon in Orange County, John Neckreiner, he's one of the disciples of um, Brian Sullivan at Bel Air. He worked at Bel Air Country Club for a little bit. Brian Sullivan's at Wilshire now. That guy, like, supposedly that guy's got probably 100 people underneath him that are superintendents at high-end clubs now. Like, really? He's, he's probably one of the best guys to, like, train guys underneath him you know all over the country so he always said like if you pissed off brian sullivan he would tell you to go grab that team over and go start walk walk on that fairway side to side and i'll let you i'll let you know when we can come back in oh my god i would i'd be like Fuck. so hey everybody welcome to episode number 62 from the jingweeds once again thanks everybody for listening we got somebody else in the room this week we got peter peter in house peter you. has been on a get as a guest before on the jingweeds uh, right now, we kind of caught in the conversation of what are some of the most banana lands things you've heard guys make other employees do or some of the things that you guys have done. But before we get into that, Dan, what is up? And tell me the wild story when you fucked up that you had to go do something. What was that wild story? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you is do you have that wild story? Oh, Man, Jesus, did he miss you that know, whole fucking, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, intro yeah, yeah. and the conversation well, we were having? I was thinking having? about something else, dude. Thought you were going to ask me how it's, how it's going like you do every other time. Now you're fucking throwing a curveball. Well, we're in mid-conversation, so let's keep going with that, and then I'll ask you how you're doing. I don't know that there's anything that absurd where I had to go walk mo. Did you see anybody way. get told something wild no, to do? No, it seems like hazing to me. Uh, I, I haven't done that. Walk yet. mowing team mowers, you know, throw the wheels on and go walk from T to T, do your every other three. That has been done. And then probably after, like, the third or fourth hole, go bring him a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, you earn your spot to get picked up. Yeah. So the worst thing to do would be sulk and piss and moan and leave work like one of my employees did today at 11 o'clock without telling anybody. See ya. Okay. Dude. Hey, man. Did he say anything to you? Nope. Just came in and left. Okay. Did I tell you about the story my buddy told me here in town? He, I won't name the golf course, but he said he, he had a guy, hired him, did the in-processing, all the paperwork and everything. The morning he's supposed to start, shows him, like, has him sign some stuff, shows him, like, the locker room, and then, like, gives him his uniforms. He's like, all right, here's your uniforms. Just change morning meeting. He, like, goes to get the morning meeting. Kids know where to be found. 
<laughs> you booked it. Like, wow. Before the morning meeting. Before the morning meeting. He's like, left him in the locker room to change into the work clothes. Goes to get to the morning meeting. And he's like, where's the new guy? And like, I don't know. And somebody was like, I, I saw him a new car driving away when I was pulling in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the crazy. That's the I had a, stuff just my, one of my most recent come and goes was a uh, six day start. His first day was the day I airified greens for, you know, the first time pulling cores and everything. And, uh, Coming up the second week, and he was part-time, so he was only working three days a week. Then he did work one weekend. But, uh, hey, I need your ID. You know, everything's all taken care of, but I just need to make a photo before payroll starts for the first round. And uh, sure enough, 25 minutes before quitting time, he takes his ID up to Martin. Martin scans it and everything. Social Security guy, all right, okay. Comes down to the shop and then tells Javier, hey, I'm done. I'm not coming back. Really? Yeah. So that was only just a couple of weeks ago. Three, oh, that four just weeks happened? Ago. Yeah. Oh, no and then reason. the dude today just walked out. It, well, I don't know if he walked out or today. he was leaving early, but. Oh, you haven't heard back from him? No. No. I don't know. So that's where. Been so that's there a while? Uh, hired almost at the same exact time as the dude. So, yeah, um, two months maybe. Is the writing cut down the wall? Two months, yeah, and uh, missed a handful of days. Um one thing he had to go home for a family thing in Connecticut uh, and then came back and it was, oh, I need an extra day. But the following day, you know, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday type deal. Yeah. So the Thursday was he could have come in that day or whatever day it was. I know the next day was his day off. Didn't offer to come in and then uh, had an issue on Monday at the house. Again, didn't offer to come in or show up on Tuesday and then today left at. 11 I, I think that's fair enough that he quit yeah you know? yeah but that's one of the trials of higher paying and part-time you know part-time no, no bennies yeah. and it pretty much backfired in my face yeah both of them both of them too would make an older younger uh middle. middle uh one of them a couple years older than me and then one maybe two or three years younger than me really yeah and one of them uh <sighs> One of them had come from a neighboring golf course, and it was like, hey, how come you left? And it was, oh, you know, they started favoritism over there and all this stuff. And Whenever then, they use then the truth, like yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And that's right. where I'm going is, okay, but I still got to take a shot on somebody, you yeah. know. And, hey, I worked at a golf course. Okay, yeah. weed eater. You can run a weed eater. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. Go run a weed eater. Uh, it's, this morning I turned heads on on him while he was <laughs> under a tree on his phone. And I was going to fucking spray out some Primo on the greens. And, uh, I mean, he was under the tree. He sat there. I gave him time. I'm on the spray rig going across 18, and he's down on number one. All he had to do was spin his neck and see that I was on going. You know, I can look right at you. It's only me and you out here. There's like yeah. six acres of land, yeah. and it's me and you. And just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And it was like, okay, spray rig's on full blast, you know. And nothing, nothing. So I just fired up the sprinkler head right near him. Oh, was he, he, lo- he, he weed looked- eating around trees? Yeah, yeah, supposed to be. He was on yeah. his phone. It's it's unfortunate when you see a resume come in with a guy working at a golf course for two or three golf courses. You get like a ding in your head. Oh, like, it's this totally. guy's gonna be great. But there's usually a story behind that where it's like, yep. no, there's a reason he's coming to my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rarely do those work out. Right. I uh, had another one that I'm again gonna. This one I like. This one we can say that right off the bat you're going to say, okay, I get a f- message on my machine in the office. 
and the caller ID was the pro shop. So he called the pro shop looking for a job. Got directed down. Hey, I heard you guys are looking. Where do I come and fill out an application? I'm going to stop by uh, the golf shop at like 4 o'clock or so, unfortunately, closed. You know, and I'm when I heard it the next morning, I was like, ah, oh, he definitely came up here and it was closed. Hopefully there was someone out pounding nugs so the outside guys were still there. <laughs> but they closed pretty much at 4, uh, regardless if there's people hitting balls or whatever. Um, and then the next day came in asking how to get down to the shop and left with an application in his hand. Tried. I don't know if he tried to get down the shop, but no one ever saw him. Came back a couple hours later, filled out application. Hey, give this to who it needs to go to. And sure enough, I tried calling him back. Haven't heard anything. But that's the guy I kind of want. A little bit of initiative, yeah. a little bit of oomph to go yeah. and walk in my door. That's what we always used to do. Hey, are you like if we had walk-ins, are mm-hmm. you guys you know, accepting applications? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. You want me to fill this out here? Take it home. Take it home. Because if they bring it back, they want yeah, the right. job. Yeah, yep. right. Exactly. Was, that was like the first test. If you really want the job, you'll take it home yep. and bring it back. Yeah. And in two hours, you know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, what's going on on the golf course? Still ro- <laughs> still rolling on the rough unit? Dude, it is nonstop rough. Spray moment. Primo yet? Yeah. Fairways and tees, we did our shutdown. No rough? Not, no, that's a lot of product to be chucking, Peter. That's a hundred acres, yeah, yeah. acres of turf. Yeah. But yeah. is it maybe it is worth the money? What because what, what, I'm not paying somebody to mow it if it's yeah, shut down. Yeah, what ounces are you going at? Oh, sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. I did eight on fairways and rough. And it's shut down. And it shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. I've I mowed rough this week and barely did anything. So we got we mowed before the rain. We got five inches of rain, and then oh, we haven't yeah. even talked about that. I got five inches of rain at the golf That's course over the weekend. <laughs> That's a lot. Five Good. inches all on the weekend? Well, well from, from Friday Thursday. to Monday morning. Five inches? Yeah. Holy. What did you get? Uh, three. Just uh, two and three quarters. Yeah, we only got an inch and a half. Really? Wow, and I was stumbling lot. over that number because I know it was three over on six Holy and seven. Holy moly. That's, you yeah. got five inches? I had 4.75 in my gauge at the shop, which is kind of by a pine tree. The members were coming up to me now, take it for what it's worth. Like eight inches at my place, six inches uh, at Jerry's yeah. place. Yeah. But I think four, I would think five is a good all number. the bunkers washed out yeah but not yeah. horrible yeah yeah though i mean i would expect a lot more damage nothing like mccormick ranch yeah, yeah. we uh was that already done when we yes. recorded last week mm-hmm. yeah that had 260 happened. trees now I guess. yeah, yeah we, i had heard about it and i drove by on sunday morning and it was unbelievable yeah, i'm sure and you could branches. see where the line like passed through I got off at the 101, cut across on Indian, Indian Bend. You get to Pima's, the first road. Second road is Hayden. And right before you get to Hayden, there's like the bashes on the – well, there used to be an old tennis club on the south side of the road. And right there, there was like 15 Palaverdes just on their Damn. side, yeah. all in the same direction. It was like a line. And then mud in the roads coming out of all the little washes out of like people's backyards and shit. Then when – I think it's a – Whatever, the grocery store on the southeast corner. That parking lot was Destroyed. pretty well torn up. Yeah. But there's some big ass trees, probably ukes, where it was just like the trunk and some arms, but cleaned off. And it was like, okay, there that is in that pile. So they found that and put it over here. Then you'd see a pine tree, the same thing. And there wasn't a piece of a pine anywhere around that whole intersection. 
I was like, where the fuck did that go? There was no <laughs> sign of anything cleaned up. It was so destroyed. Yeah. You know, it was just like get a, something to push it all to the sides. Yeah, right. A uh, couple chainsaw marks, whatever. I pull up, get to McCormick Ranch, and in the middle of the road on that bridge, there's the top of a saguaro. Same thing. There's no saguaro oh. around on the middle of the bridge. And only, oh, the, top, only the top <laughs> half of it. So just like where the arms grow yeah. out of, yeah. from there to the top, just laying in the middle, and looked at the golf course. It was like, what the fuck? No of course, it was still close. Yeah. Oh, dude. I heard Silverado got it, too, yeah? Oh, I'm I'd sure imagine, it's right next door to yeah. And probably Continental. Yeah. Uh, I'd Im- I'm not Train sure, but down. the weird thing was, and Robert let us know uh, over at Camelback, yeah, how did they it do? looked like to me straight up the Scottsdale Road. Everything was clean on the west side of the uh, camp. So he didn't get touched? It didn't look like wow. even the road did. And there's some big-ass ukes in that area. Did anyone hear if Ganey got it, got it or no? No idea. Yeah. Dude, when I was in Indian Wells, Peter, no, they yeah. fucking got us. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure Ganey. So, yeah, you, the Dude, if there was yeah. all that rain just Dude, up the river, I, Ganey. I, it was us and what what's that, was Palm that? Desert, right across the street, Palm Desert Country Club? Yeah, Palm Desert Country Club. That was the only thing. The little bit of that neighborhood. What year was that? 19? Summer 19, maybe? No, okay. no, 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 that was way before that. Yeah. yeah. Summer of 15, I mean, 15, yeah, summer of 15. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember I was out here and I went back to visit Tom. Yeah. And I remember hearing that story. And I was Celebrity like, was closed all summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, which any of those golf resorts kind of, not golf course quality wise, but tree wise, a lot like McCormick where you got yeah. a ton of huge, Did, huge. Do you remember on the. The right side of, was it one, two, I think number three, those ficus on the right yeah. side, those monsters. Yeah, all lining country club drives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The one of those fell down, 250 grand. Yeah. 250 grand? Yeah. Because really, that's an irreplaceable tree. It's yeah, fucking exactly. monster. Yeah. It's bigger than that. Oh, no. Ficuses that are that big are. So really, it's not replaceable. It's invaluable, right? Yeah. yeah. That's how much they quoted to replace it. Replace so it no, no storm damage, just rain at your place. Two branches down. And then whatever yeah. little washes of this what hole. What about you? Same thing. Yeah. Two branches. And no but most yeah. of the washes uh, on Saturday, the shit that comes down and gets in between the, the car path that got, cuts across number three. Yeah. That fills up with silt. Uh, that was pretty much it. Nothing really out of the. you have anything to clean that out or like a brush hog or anything? Uh, no. The shovel and broom. Two guys. <laughs> I call them brush hogs. <laughs> like on turf, you have guys. Uh, sometimes, no, I no. We'll have to really brush after it, and then it's kind of wear over with that. I do have a bobcat. Why don't you get the attachment with the brush hog on the front? Hey, <laughs> you, have you seen the seed prices? I know, dude. Okay. Dude, we got that. We got that at Wickenburg Ranch for our bobcat, just for storm cleanup on the car pass and turf. Yeah, that was. I think it was four or five grand. That was. You know, I mean, for the most part, I've been nuked. I mean, obviously, two years ago at Oversea, that was like yeah, basically the hundred-year storm that cleaned out everything in the fucking desert. I don't think, like, it doesn't matter what'll come now for the next ten or twenty years, how many of years that does that to build up enough silt now in the yeah. canyon because it all came out. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty good on that. <laughs> uh, but other than that, no, it was not much at all. But the grass went banana lands. Yeah. Banana. And I still haven't been able I still haven't sprayed because I still have one hole left to aerify and top dress. Yeah. Um you know, did green solitine greens and top dress them for the first time since aerifying them. They needed it bad. They need to be sprayed with Primo. I sprayed right before the rain and it was like 
So yeah, that just washed right through. I'm done with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, 328. I'm not sure of the <laughs> ounce rate that you can possibly throw on 328 greens to slow them down. Uh, we'll keep that in house. Yeah. Uh, it's it's at it's oh, at I'm... label rate, son. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing above the, the label. It's yeah. just a. It feels often. Yeah. And or it needs to be more often. Do you guys change those products up, like different ones? Because I'm thinking that I probably need to. What are you talking it's, about? Like a different uh, growth regulators, whatever you spray out for. Oh. You know, not yet. Time, I mean, you I, know, I same act. You know, same target, different. I guess chemistry, anything, or? anything or whatever it is. You're spraying for bugs. You're gonna spray this. You're gonna spray that. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, I think fungicides you have to switch out, and then insecticides. You go with what's. You know, you haven't been in the game long enough, really. Yeah, to, exactly. That's I'm probably tiptoe in that line where it. But I still do it. Growth I still change. Yeah, I just, you know. Same thing oh, all the yeah, time. Yeah, same thing all the well, time. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I, I added some. I tried a new a little bit when I was at Verado Victory mm-hmm. on the Miniverde greens yeah. there. And I thought it worked well. But since I've been at Vistancia, it's just been primo. Knockoff brand or real? T-Nex. Yeah. Same, yo. Koala Pro. Yeah. 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 I'm with I, the same somebody. Label. Yeah. yeah. Po- I go between I go that, or, that or Podium. Primo. You use Give me primo that Primo jug. Primo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that shit cost these days? Maybe we don't need to get that on the podcast, yeah. but what is it these days? I plead the fifth. Oh. Actually, I, I couldn't even tell you right now. How much is 125 a gallon? Yeah, it's much less yeah. the price. Uh, what else is going on? Peter, what's going on in your place? Let's tell, tell us a little bit about Verado. Uh, yeah. Uh, Last time Vistancia, we, you Vistancia. Oh, Vistancia, sorry, yeah, yeah. Verado, that's your old joint. So you're <laughs> yeah. at uh, Trilogy at Vistancia is how right. the real name, it's not Vistancia at yeah. Trilogy. Everyone it's not Ponston Butte, it's Poston Butte. <laughs> Ponston. Yeah. Yeah, I talked with Rush the other day and it sounds like they're dropping the Trilogy name. So we'll be the, we'll be the last Trilogy. Oh, in, really? In Phoenix, yeah. Because Wickenburg Ranch originally was supposed to be a Trilogy at Wickenburg Ranch. I did I not know that. that. No. Yeah. So, Trilogy of Vistancia. Everyone calls it Vistancia, though. But, um, yeah, transition. I've been there two years. It's my second summer. It's hard there. It's it's definitely a, a learning curve, trying to figure out um, what's the best option. Uh, us, along with quote-unquote management, have decided we're not spraying out next year. We're going to just go with the old-school method of verticutting and see what happens. And uh, we'll we'll ride the ship. How come? Uh, Hold on, Peter. How come so funny? How come so funny? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. I've sprayed. I don't. uh, Dan, do you get the joke? I don't get the joke. (laughs) Peter seems to think that that's funny. (laughs) I've sprayed out two summers in a row. Now with sapphire and late springs in a row with sapphire, and it's bit me in the butt hard. So I've, uh, you know, that place has historically transitioned hard. Um, we're trying to figure out the best plan for that place. I thankfully got approved to do a lot of, you know, pulling cores and top dressing, which it seems like that's a, you know, go, go program out here to have successful transitions. So we're doing that at least right now in the collars and the approaches. We picked the two worst fairways. We're, we're trying to bury those in sand. Um, I might have gotten approved for next summer, a couple of worst fairways to collectivate. 
So, um, you know, it's funny, like Andrew and I at Blackstone are only a mile away, but I swear we have different soils. It's, it's, it's completely different how my course reacts to his. He's got a great program. I know he, he has the chance to do stuff that, that I'm not able to, but it's, it's shocking what, when my, I, I had places where and I what is the, what's the, why do you say the chance to do things that you don't have? Well, I know, I mean, he gets Monday closures all winter long. I mean, there's, there's a lot of times where, you know, you can do a lot of stuff during those culture practices. Like? Like, you know, slicing, punching, all that kind of stuff where it's, it's kind of hard when your course is packed 24 seven to do that stuff. I try to get as much done as possible in front of play, try to get a hole done each morning, so on and so on in the spring. Can you get a machine like well, me saw, and him have that have the I don't have an aggravator. I'd love to get you saw the picture I sent of that little one I have. Yes. I mean that's just a cart toe behind it. Right. It'd, it'd take two hours to get a hold done. Right, but at least you probably could do done. the Yeah. Yeah. So I the, sliced, I did I tried I sliced, I went out with their uh Like Daddy used to say, if there's not an ass on that seat, yeah. There's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we used to use that with the old soil reliever going down the fairway. Just fucking at a half a mile an hour. Yeah. Just solid e- eating up tines. Yeah, yeah, solid tines at Highland. And it would be like <laughs> a hole and a half, like all day long. Just spacing as close together. Fuck <laughs> yeah. it. It's all summer long. Just A1. that yeah. thing doesn't <laughs> doesn't fucking stop. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. We're trying to find out the best program. and um, Is it employees? Is it budget? Is it? No. Because. You know, I so right now my biggest problem is collars. If anyone's got a you know plan on collars that's fantastic, I'd love to hear it. We, um, you know, we triplex greens. Thankfully, what is your grass on your greens? Tiff Eagle. Okay. So Tiff Eagle four nineteen collars four nineteen fairways. Um, we have a lot of bunkers that are very close to the green, so a lot of aggressive three point turning right next to the, you know, in the collar all winter long. You know, all the areas where they're allowed to do a big teardrop turn in the approach or behind the green, those areas are typically fine. But um, it sounds like management, we, we had such a good winner that we're going to, he's approving for me to get two more guys to Wacomo Greens for the winter and even possibly Wacomo Collars. So it's, uh, it's a plus and hopefully, you know, I, I hope. Uh, so where do you think you're going to yeah, get but, these yeah, guys? I don't yeah. Here's the more. I don't give a fuck about your grass. Tell me how. Yeah, where are those? Tell guys me coming? where where are they coming from? How are you getting them? What are you offering them that's different than yo? I uh, I've had, I've been one short all that's summer long, and I finally filled up the position with a guy that used to work with me. So it's uh, it's going to be very hard to fill two more guys. Because they're they're talking about filling two more guys to Wacomo at a entry level pay, which right. will be darn near impossible. So, and what's your entry level? Do or do you can fifty? So, in all reality, those two guys are probably gonna be making fifteen. Right. Or hoping, like you said, hiring a Plus part-time guy to work, work mornings. Plus all the bennies. Hey, yeah. Shall we take this? What? I say we take this. Hey, you there? I'm here. Oh shit! I hopefully people can hear this. Peter, you know who that is? Is that Casey? Yeah, Casey wanted to call in. He heard you were on the pod, so he wanted to call in and say hi. Hey Peter, how you doing? I'm good, Casey. How you doing? <laughs> I'm about to be doing a lot better. <laughs> hey, 
Peter, are you ready to play a little stump to Peter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little stump to Peter. <laughs> I guess. We all know this game, Peter. We played it once. And uh, for you new listeners, Peter does know his golf course architectures. So uh, there are times where we play Stump the Peter <laughs> and find out. And if anybody wants to know or uh, has any thoughts on golf courses, let us know. We'll ask Peter. Casey, fire away. So I've, 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 I've picked five golf courses. Oh, gosh. Uh, so I think, think five is an easy number. Uh, one is definitely obscure. One's going to have uh, some connections to the Jingweeds. Uh, one's going to be a, a facility that we know the superintendent at. Um, and one is going to be kind of current events. So let's go ahead and get started with the first one, Peter. This should be uh, kind of a layup for you, I would imagine. Who was the architect at uh, Seven Canyons? Uh, Weisskopf. Wow, look at you. <laughs> look at you. All right, very good, very good. <laughs> Didn't we doubt? Didn't we doubt? I didn't. Softball. I like that one, Gaze. A little bit in the backyard. I yep, like that. Yep. That's backyard. That was a, that was a layup. <laughs> so this one might get a little more challenging. Um, who is the architect of Moffett Fields up in the Bay Area of Northern California? That one I'm not going to know. Uh-oh. I'm going to throw out a dodgeball and say Robert Trent Jones, senior. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Bob E. Badock. Okay. Badlock. Yeah, I've heard of him. Are you, are you familiar <laughs> with him? Moffat Fields. Oh, that's, where, that's where Eddie's at. Eddie Wahlborg's oh, out there. Oh, really? yeah. Okay. Yep, that's yeah. the super. We know the superintendent there. All right, so one for two. One for two. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, and, that and 500. <laughs> so here, here's, uh, here's one that has a little connection to the Jingweeds invitational that's coming up here that Peter was invited to, but uh, cannot. Uh, unfortunately, make who was the he's still white as a ghost from the fucking time I scared the shit out of him in the truck. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you fall asleep on the, uh, in the yep. car ride to the golf course. Yep. No uh, sleepy, I know sleepy, you know sleepy. <laughs> who was the architect of Cowboys Club? Jeff Brower. Uh, wow. That's impressive, all right. That was on my list, Casey, as clubs to uh, ask him. So as soon as he said it, I knew. Yes. Was zero hesitation. Winner. Winner. Two for three. All right, I like it. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's, here's the obscure one. I, if you get this, I'm just going to hang up now. Who, who is the architect of the uh, Lynx of North Dakota golf course? Jim Eng. Who? Jim Eng. No, wrong. Stephen K. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I had that one. Yeah. <laughs> you hate Jim Ang, don't you? I kind of, I think I. He, he has a course in North Dakota. I'm Hawk Tree. Hawk Tree. Yeah. yeah, we asked yeah, you that last bad. time and you yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, Andy. Now, now Andy he knows. He registered. Him. Andy yeah. stumped yeah, him out of the gates. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just registered. Probably yeah. hadn't heard that since. Jeez. All right, give me the fifth one. All right, All right take it the over the top. Yeah, so this is going to be a little more current events. Uh, i got to go in and find out. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of this golf course, but uh, just tell me who the architects... Oh, it's a course in There's a clue for you. Japan. For the uh, course where they're, they're holding the uh, Olympics at this week. No clue. I, <laughs> no clue. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm actually a little... Kasumungaski? Yeah, Kasumungaski. <laughs> uh, all I can say is I think Gil Hans... That was the, uh, the original architect back in 1926... 
but uh, it was it was redone. Go ahead. They were the, uh, awarded the uh, Olympics in 2016. Does that give you another clue oh. there, Peter? Are you talking about the Rio de Janeiro one? No. No, no, no. Dude, Peter, hey, let's start with this. Yeah, turn, turn around. Right Hold on. We're outside time. Turn around and look up, and yeah. there's the course. <laughs> yeah, Japan one. I, I don't know who did that one. I, all I know is I think Gil Hans uh, helped restore it. Boom, 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 boom. So, well, I'll, I'll start by blowing your mind, letting you know that it was uh, originally designed in 1926. It's been redesigned a few times, but most recently in 2016, uh, Tom Fazio. Oh, okay. It was redesigned. Really? That's shocking. Fazio and son. I would guarantee you Tom Fazio didn't step foot in Japan because yeah. Tom Fazio supposedly has a contract that says he does not leave America for designs. Well, so. it does say what the article I read was Fazio and son. Sorry. Yep. Tommy Fazio. Yeah. In this place, uh, Fazio changed it to single greens. It used to be double greens, double greens, cool season on one and warm season on the other. Correct. Uh, up until then, and in 19, like during World War II, they had to destroy half of it for military Interesting. Uh, living quarters and all those other shit, and then Look at came that. back in. Yeah, You guys don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Casey, double nice. team, we just fucking elbow smashed <laughs> this motherfucker. You just fucking put me in a pretzel, dude. I was loving that. Peter in a very high regard. And, yeah, he just completely tumbled right here. I mean, two out of five is, is awful. Yeah, it is bad. pretty bad. That's, that's a bad day. That, that is, is really bad. bad. So I will, I will uh, I'll let you guys get back to it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the midst of trying to wrangle a, a four-year-old. Um, and hopefully Peter can kind of rebuild some of his credibility in the next hour or so. Hey, Casey, uh, so the Cowboys Club and the Japanese or the Tokyo one was on uh, – my list, and I'll give him the other one, see if he can get to 500. Uh, True North Golf Club. Oh, why Scott Morris? <laughs> he stinks. Goodbye, Casey. Jim, Jim Ng. Like, you didn't fucking know that true I was going to have North? a Jim Ng? True. No, True. Oh, true North. True North. True North in oh, Michigan. Well, that, oh, I thought you said True North. Said true. true North. Oh, see, that was part of the whole game. <laughs> Fuck my accent. Peter loses. See you, Casey. Later. <laughs> It did sound like so true north. Was, I was like, oh, that's yeah. easy. Sorry, it's my accent. You have to play with it. And that was part of the play when I was looking up the golf courses. I was like, oh, this will totally think that he's, I said true. Oh, gosh. All right, let's dip into the beers now. That was a good time. Peter, that kind of stunk. I know. The, I'm we, well, you know what? You can come back anytime. You go do your studying, sit down with the books. I honestly have never heard of Moffett Field. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's an air, it was an old Air Force base, as far as I know. Uh, well, area, it right? still was. And then Google bought it, and NASA runs a lot of their things out okay. of it. And when we were coming home from the band, and we flew over it coming into San Fran. And the only way and reason I knew, I was like, holy shit, I saw the logo. And it, the logo is... This giant hangar that they basically had blimps in. So think of really? how big that has to be. Yeah. And weird looking. So it's, I mean, you can see it from Does parking everywhere. Does anybody there? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But it's all, you know, still run partly by the military. It has a lot of old Air Force guys because the field's there. It's an air show all day long. Really? Which it is kind of that way for you guys, yeah, right? Yeah, that's pretty fucking sweet out well, You were air show city when you were at Verado, right? Oh, for sure. It was awesome. Because yeah. the military. Yeah. I could watch those all, all day long. Day. I when mean, I played your place, everyone that flew over, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you were, when I was at Verado, I mean, 
a month in, you you don't even hear them anymore. It's, yeah. You're just so used to it all. The time. Oh no! Every time we play golf at any of those places, that's all I. Sterling hear. Grove, just the same thing. Is like Jesus. I was like, that's fucking F thirty five. Like, yeah. That thing is bad as shit. And then the next hole, same thing. I'm just like, fuck. I mean, yeah. so, I grew up on Air Force bases so yeah. every time. When the stealth fighter, remember that thing? Yep. Not the big boomerang, the bomber, the fighter. Yeah, right. When that was buzzing around, it was stationed where my dad was, out in the playground just watching those things buzz around all day. It's fucking awesome. Nighthawk, I think. Yeah, those things are sweet. What is it like living right, right next to it? Same. Though? It's just the same. You just get used to it. Yeah. And it never gets mm. old, man. We would stop every single time, and I would today, and watch it. Takeoff's them. awesome when they just go. Oh, dude. They're just vertical. crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So the beers, let's get into it. Uh, Peter, you brought these. Uh, fire can. Uh, can is sweet. Yep. One of those cats. Lions, tigers, beavers. They're beavers because we're the Belching Beaver Brewery. beavers. Uh, hazy IPA. Hazer's gone haze. <laughs> All righty. Oceanside, California. Oceanside, California. Yeah. Peter, you've been to this brewery, you said? Correct. Yeah. You were at the I old at location, before, though, right? Yeah, the old location when they were just in an industrial unit. Because this is allegedly like right around the corner from Pizza Port, right? Correct. Which yeah, uh, so we had a couple. Pretty, I got to give that one a hold on before we dive into this. So we were drinking the California honeys by the Pizza Port. Uh, what is that thing? A blonde ale brewed with honey. Yeah. Uh, badass can. Uh, old mm-hmm. Woody on there. Fits the whole scene. Uh, little 5%, 4. 4.9%. 4.8. Yep, 4.8. Uh, birdie. I would say in the situation while we were waiting for Dan roll in, we are Sipping on these things, me and Peter, solid beer to hang out and just drink 10 of those. I think it's a solid par for me. It's good. It's yeah, good. I agree with that. It's good. Yeah. How about the Hazers Gone Haze? I mean, I like Belching Beaver. I think they make really good beer, and this is a par hazy. But I'm I'm kind of hazied out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And now everybody has six hazies, and you can't find a good IPA anymore. So yeah. it's like kind of – or same with pale yeah, it's ales. Yeah, yeah, you can't like, – Now to I'm find. on the hunt for pale ales because I can't find them. You know, and now I'm on a hunt for a good IPA because you can't find them because everything's a hazy this, mm-hmm. hazy that, juicy. So, right. I mean, for me, this is it's a par hazy. It's good. Yeah, yeah. they make good beer. I agree 100. percent The only thing that could take it to another level is maybe the can, a little graffiti with the spray paint yeah. cans. I like on the side uh. instead of damn D A M N. It's D A M. Yeah. Damn well, actually, so Belgian beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have another one here, but they make another one that Phantom Bride and yeah, that Phantom is a. Bride's- Birdie IPA. I figured. I didn't know if you guys have done that one. Yeah, it's a that is a birdie IPA. The Phantom Bride. Standing inside of that packy now, because I stopped over there. That's when I got those uh, pizza ports, and uh, they're all starting to really look the same now. Now that we've drank thirty of them, maybe more, probably way more. It's. I couldn't find the pickles, the two pickles last time, and then I looked in for those. Some old tropical ones we tried early that I wanted to pick up. Those are gone. But trying to navigate that that place. It seems to get worse now that I've had a million of them. And now it's like, have I had that? Yeah. Have I had that? Did we review that? I, I so bad want to get one of those big bomber fucking can things oh, they got yeah, in the back. Yeah. But aren't they like 15 yeah. bucks? Yeah. I think they are, yeah. But fuck it. Like, you we, have to document where you've bought in that store to be able to know what you have. But it switches, you, though. Yeah, yeah it switches. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems to switch. I mean, that was crazy. One of these days, I'm going to figure it out. But until then, I don't know. Because 
even the back like singles now it's like the double ipas are here the stouts are there yeah, there's a lot of fruity lot of stuff IPAs. in there there's a lot i found today standing there there's a lot of i guess maybe now i'm getting used to it the most obscure shit is in that single thing obviously because yeah. they want you trying some so of that seen the can weird the shit yeah, i was yeah. i've been this close twice the can with the dude on like the unicorn and there's the rainbow and he's got like his shirt off it's in the best no <laughs> it's incredible i would say but it's like, yeah. Yeah. no but like all the cans from that company are, are look like this they're phenomenal but yeah. it, there was like a chocolate stout i didn't yeah. want to drink that it's 106 degrees outside there you was know, a fat like a camp quadruple 12 percent ipa i'm like i'm not fucking drinking that at two o'clock on in Friday. the singles aisle there was a fat camp and it was four kids whole like fat kids yeah, from the child camp that holding a kid above his yeah, head uh, it looked like a bob's burgers like, like drawing doubles, right and it was a uh, double milk stout yeah and it was like oh, yeah. oh. yep that I mean, would yeah, be fat kid it's an ipa with milk and strawberries you know like, oh. like fuck i don't want to drink that maybe in the winter <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but, the, but it seems like at some point we're gonna like have to really like a yeah tractor beam like sucks you in it's like maybe i do want a milk stout yeah then you don't. I saw some imperial. I, I went and got a sandwich at the little place in Fountain Hills, so I was checking out all their beers. And, oh yeah. Uh, was it Fountain Hills Express? Great sandwiches. If you're ever buzzing through town, like I was with Cody one time, and yeah. he was like, oh, "You want to go to Fountain Hills Express?" Because it's always been DJs. Yeah. And I'm like, "What is that?" I was like, "Dude, we, you've worked for me for like three fucking years. You didn't tell me this place existed." Yeah, super cool couple. They always yeah. work every day, start to finish. They do a breakfast thing in the winter time when people are back in the town. Where is that at? It's uh right on Saguaro Boulevard. Yeah. When you leave my place and you're heading in towards a yeah. uh, fountain, I don't know, maybe half mile down the road. Yeah, you know, before you get to sh- yeah, before you even or yeah, it's way before you get to downtown. Yeah, but anyways, um. Yeah, it's really good. They make them as you order. It's not like a fucking go through like yeah. Subway. I had the meatball sub and I was fucking loving it. Yeah, yeah. I had a chicken palm today. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was fucking so hot. Good. It melted my lips off. Yeah. <laughs> so it good. melted my lips to my I've gotten teeth, their French Jesus. fries once and uh, I legitimately stopped, I think, because I was like, I will be 400 pounds if I eat fucking any more of those things. There's, they were unreal. There's a food truck. Like right up to my place across the street from Verde River now, and so really, if yeah, if lunch is shit, we'll fucking buzz up there. Oh, nice! And those things are got, sweet. Oh yeah, but I mean, she's making burgers and fucking carne asada you, tacos, all sorts of shit. Do you? It's not just like burritos. Do you get lunch at the restaurant every day, or do you bring lunch? Because I remember when no, I worked I at Tano, you go to the you, restaurant. You to, oh, so you go to the restaurant most of the time? Yeah. Yeah. But if I eat. but it's out the back door type restaurant. You don't go up there and sit like my no, place. No, no, no. They get my place. Meal. I eat a lot at the bar by myself. Yeah. Oh, right man. before the it's flow of people. And I, God, I swear to God, I've eaten there two hundred times. I've gotten a burger once, and I've gotten a California Club no tomato, no mayo rolled in a wrap off the menu. All this shit's off the menu, and then steamed vegetables or grilled vegetables sometimes. Every single day. Like, I'll eat it four times a week. Yeah. You can't beat it with the 50% off. Fucking yeah. six yeah. bucks for that, and it's, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but then Fountain Hills Express, every so often, you got to go there. And then DJ's. DJ's. DJ's, DJ's, is, DJ's is a bitch that's, session. Yeah. We, that's. We're going out. I today. think it's a really good thing uh, for guys to get together and do when you're close to each other, when those days stink. You know, some guys, oh, I can't leave the golf course. I can't like that. It's nice to. Going fucking yented it up yeah. 
over a fucking sweet sandwich and act and just bitch to each other. And that then, was all right, first, later. That was our first date. Mm-hmm. It was our first date. <laughs> the DJs. It was a blind date, too. It was a blind date. It was a blind date. <laughs> I mean, to meet the you. superintendent of the fellow course. Yeah. And thanks, Craig, for hooking us up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you got to get out and do that. It sometimes helps no, it that is. therapy session. You know, like we say, like this for me is nice play to just bounce it around i like having the guests on this was kind of more or less what we wanted to do with it just have a rotating deal just helps us just chat about bullshit uh seed what are we doing pete what are we doing at we we got uh, a seed locked in through um are you sure yes yeah through nurturing we actually locked it in back in february so um are we not allowed to say vendors no No. (laughs) yeah so um we got it locked in uh, Two, I'll just put it this way. Two of our Blue Star properties have big um, storage facilities. They took all the old crop, and they got it at 165 a pound. When did they get this? They got it already delivered back in June, and it was all old crop. So I heard there was no old crop. I heard there was no old crop. I heard there was no old crop. That's why we thought it was going to be a buck fifty. Yeah. Because there's no old crop. The two courses that are Blue Star in the south really? part of the valley, I'll just leave it at that. Got Nutrient. it at that. And then the two courses that are in the North Valley uh, are getting new crop at 195 a pound. So 212 with tax, if you can imagine that. That's I always I always get the brass knuckle number right at the end with tax, 212. That's insane. Any any changes? Less seed? Yeah, I mean, we seeded sticking to your guns. We seeded fifty eight acres last year, and we're going to forty three this year. So yeah. all the green surrounds I did underneath trees, all these areas that oh you yeah dude, you, you went what? right to the cart path. Yeah, basically, I mean all these line. areas that this, I dude, so I don't mean to stop you. So the last couple of years, not last year, the year before. Anyway, there was two years we went without overseeding. Yeah, two years ago, didn't overseed the golf course. When we flip flopped, each one didn't get overseeded. And the reason it was to me to rest, we've got to grow in a good standard Bermuda grass yeah. because our transitions fucking stink. Period. First year, we almost laid two acres of sod. And so the club made a commitment to not overseed fairways. And I guess my thought was we spent all winter long growing it back in. Yeah, in se- or all summer long. September, it looks awesome. But that, that area that just filled in might only be a week old. So that plant's roots are this deep. Yeah. It's a new plant. Give it a year to mature, a whole nother summer, and now you've got this healthy stand of Bermuda grass, and then we'll overseed into that. And then we don't have to do it again until our overseed starts sucking. Right. You know? And uh, we have had the best transition since then, hands down, not even close. So with these seed prices here, what did that stir at your place about going back to, hey, what seed you, prices this, are out of control. No, we can now get back. Course. I was going to say to Peter, you know, may, did your does your club ever consider not, or is it like mine? You know, the value of not overseeding versus gaining the membership. It's got to because most of the time right. we get new prospects in the winter when the golf course is pure. For the most part, do right? as your membership starting to hear about what what's coming down the road, like as far as seed prices. I don't think, no. I, you, as it's you guys talk about. Like, I don't think 98% of the people that golf even know what's going on with water, seed, any of that. Uh, let me correct that. Right. 99% of the people don't even know what's going on with that stuff. They think, I'm paying my money. This is what I expect. This is what I deserve. What's going on? Why are you out here? Why is this being, why are you overseeing less? Why is this going on? 
I honestly think that's their mindset. And where does that come from? Lack of communication from. Uh, not us, I'm not from, sure. Is your place semi-private, private, we're, fully? We're semi-private. So they used to oversee 38 to 40 acres every winter. And I did that my first year. I overseeded late, late into the winter. I got bit by frost during Tons of growing. frost that year. Oh, and that it, year, it was, yeah, it was I don't ridiculous. even think. So, yeah, I we was, had tea boxes we couldn't open because correct. our seed hadn't popped and we closed an extra week. Mm-hmm. So I was chugging. And then it came, but it, we had the frost. All winter long, blah, blah, blah. Then this last winter, I wanted blah, to. Blah, blah, blah. There's no blah, blah, blah uh, on this podcast. I want word, word, words. It, it, was, it was a tough winter. Then I wanted to make sure, you know, I really impressed him this last winter. I overseeded. 58 acres i did all the green surrounds all the way to the edges 1 9 10 and 18 i did everything and um you know i overseeded that we have a lot of trees out there not eucalyptus but a bunch of palo verde mesquite so on and everything underneath trees straight dirt during transition all these areas that haven't been overseeded in 10 years thinking that the bermudas that that's what i've, I've been yeah, talking about that's a high is that a height of cut issue yeah yes and no but it's like you know hey, and not not a, not a penalty to you like at you did one a couple years ago i had a step cut from 500 to 750 to that. one inch yeah and the 750 didn't did not fucking transition, transition. to draw a line so all these areas that i had as rough even though it hasn't been overseeded into in 10 years you're thinking that bermuda is going to be strong and it's like oh boy once we sprayed out those are not good so yeah. You know, we're going back to just fairways and then just kind of low, low mo areas around the greens for this year. Seed cost and you know, hey guys, we learned a lesson on how this place transitions. So. Yeah. Um. Do you care to share what your pound? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm definitely going 500, 550 this year. Last year I went 550 fairways. I went 750, maybe up to 800 on collars and green surrounds. That might have you know nope. chipped in chipped into why nope. they transitioned it's a fair bad. conversation you yeah. know it's it's you, well, you hear you, you, i went to school in palm desert those are normal rates out there and it's like you know even I, when i came out for here, callers though that's normal. Like for me even you're getting the overspray from the green spray you spray greens every yeah. fucking week most i do yep that that ryegrass is so hardy i'd go out and when we sprayed out with my like the one third rate to kind of kick it back everything that was not around the greens the ryegrass got smoked. smoked yeah. Dude, the stuff around the greens was healthy as shit. Didn't even yeah. ding it. And that's how much hardier that plant is. Yeah. Think about if you could spray all your ryegrass like that. Right. How healthy and hardy that shit would yeah. be. It's, uh, you know, I, I think I do foliar sprays every two weeks in the wintertime with all kinds of stuff. And it's like, you think when you're doing that cleanup. All kinds collar, of stuff. It's the same shit every week. Where, where <laughs> you have that middle boom shooting out full pressure. Yeah. And you're. You know, foliar is kind of, quote-unquote, a superficial spray. You're just spraying the top of the leaf blade. You're not doing a granular where it's getting down to the roots of, or the base where you're feeding the Bermuda. I always feel like foliars just feed the top part of the leaf blade. That's why you feed the soil. Yeah, and it's like, so when you're going around doing right those, now, and right, right now, if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I felt like we were juicing up the rye so much all winter long. Yeah, that's all we do. Every, everybody yeah, does. And it's, it's, it's tough. So do you ever look into just unique to where you're spraying the things of, you know, just basically letting the grass do its thing and just feed the soils or the roots with just straight, I mean, having 
minimal, minimal, minimal nitrogen in there rather than push, push, push for that green color and everything. Just build it strong from underneath. I, I, uh, because if you're going that way with Bermuda grass, I think that's the direction we got to go, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, we've talked. I, I'm a big believer that guys need to oversee less and, you know, I'm not promoting that kind of new new way out here with water costs and. Come on, let's push it. I you're here. You know, I, I don't know why, especially with seed and it sounds. It's your like, job. It's your job that you got to deal with. So you got to make that yeah. somewhat of a your job. Your, your salary. professional, right? Yeah. No, <clears throat> Dude, no, what? but you got to make your professional decision. But also, I totally understand that you got to watch out for that decision. You know, it's, communication I'm, is. I, I propose right now. So what's I guess I proposed I'm, something two years ago to my management company saying, Hey guys, we have Tiff Eagle greens, you know, let's, how about we not overseed the greens, not overseed anything. We just paint. We just oversee the teas. We're not even closed. We just alternate the teas two weeks. You know, maybe we do the fronts and the backs for two weeks and then mm-hmm. we do the middle, you know, the middle set, so on and so on. Th- I broke it all down. This is the amount we're going to save. You know, less fertility, less mowing, less fuel and oil, all this stuff. I mean, it was crazy. It was a huge number that you're going to save on the bottom line. And their immediate response is no. You know, we got to overseed. We have to do this. We have to appease to the winter membership. We were in a community that was selling homes. All the homes are sold. Yeah. The community is full. There's no selling of homes anymore. So what are we trying to appeal? We're at the point now where it's we need to be sustainable. Yes. And if, sustainability is the question we need to figure out a program because the the projection we're going on in the next two to three four years golf's going to become too expensive exactly so if we keep this up clubs need to figure it out that's that's, which i'm okay for that for a little bit yeah but maybe you can't you can't keep if our costs keep going up you can't make a hundred dollar round turn into two hundred dollar round you're you know that's if you have to you have to i understand but that's a lot of money. I mean, I grew up in Indiana. You, grew, yeah, it's like in Indiana in the summertime. Are you, you just could, gonna say that could, he's a? You were gonna no, say something about Nebraska, Nebraska, right? Yeah, yeah. played golf. You could play a good golf course for forty bucks on the weekend. Dude, so well, did you see? And not not to break in, but I want to bring it up. There's an Instagram post that kind of I don't know. Oh, did one you see that grass in the bunker? Dude's like, yeah, picture grass oh in the bunker. God. I paid seventy dollars for this. Can nuts. you believe this? That drove me nuts. And the rest of the place looked. Pure, right? Pure grass everywhere. I almost lost it when I saw that. Yeah, it's just like a bunker with some grass in it. Yeah, and he was like, it was like He's I like, paid, uh, you know. and like people are just frying the place, and it's yeah. like, you fucking idiots, a seventy dollars. Yeah, like, that's that, the so, expectation. That's, that's in, in the Midwest, going, seventy bucks 70 is bucks, a lot of money. You're yeah. playing a top yeah. ten course oh, yeah. in that yeah. in, in that Nebraska. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in in here, we're going, we're going seventy today, bucks in the winter time. You're playing. When you're going to 70 bucks, like the boys are going to Peter, play. Peter, you know? we have fans everywhere. Peter was almost 70 bucks in Nebraska. Say. It's like, oh, you played you there? Played a nice course, yeah. You, you guys went all out. Yes, yeah, our I wonder how many of our listeners have a golf course in the wintertime that's 70 bucks. I just heard Peter say that. There's a lot of golf courses. <laughs> they are, but that's, I'm just that's the I'm saying it's it's it's, it's that's a what it is. Yeah. It's, it's mm. weird. It's like people come here, spend 400 bucks, don't bat an eye. Yeah. Right. It's nuts. 70 bucks here is like jeans and you know. Yeah, I had a guy a couple weeks ago. I said no shirt. Yeah. And the dude out there playing no shirt. Yeah. It's fucking white as your t-shirt. White as these walls. Fucking no shirt. And, and I just that like, that was like what the fuck. And you know what? How much like the cost of everything going up? 
machines cost more money. Everything. Gas costs more money. Everything, Everything in golf maintenance cost is going up. You know what's not going up in the last twenty years? Tea time. The rate of right. Oh yeah. In the in the projectory that everything else. Everything has. else. Correct. Is, yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't I, meet it. You would think no. if seed is double, if seed costs are double, labor, labor's double. Seven dollars uh, uh, now is fourteen. Yeah. 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 A, a normal guy you're paying thirteen is now eighteen twenty just to get him in the door. You would think okay, well that tea time we just paid a hundred dollars for. Well, that's not double. That's two hundred dollars. Yeah, but it was a hundred dollars in two thousand three, and it's still a hundred dollars. Yeah, or one fifteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What's, it's not. It's not, not, to, not. I'm not. One, don't want to get political here. What's What's minimum wage here? If I be so ignorant, I think it's twelve. Twelve, right now. 12 or twelve fifty. Twelve or twelve fifty. And my starting wage is fifteen. Yours is thirteen fifty. Yours is between I, thirteen fifty and eighteen. I don't even get a dime okay. at thirteen. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I pretty much it's fifteen. Yeah. So yeah. one of the uh, girls that works in the uh, restaurant. Um, her husband is off uh, on tour on uh, what do you call it duty for military, and uh, she ended up coming back here because she didn't want to stay in El Paso, Texas. Uh, you seven don't say seven twenty. I'll give you a seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty is minimum wage. Seven. That's a restaurant. Twenty. Yeah, but yeah, that's st- different. Yeah. Dude. What is it here then? Do you guys? I don't know. What, I don't know what restaurant. I don't know what. But I, I thought you said tips, minimum wage. Tip. Well, there's a different. Minimum no, wage I know for, that for yeah. about service, but I. Didn't yeah. think that. That's low. That's low. That's crazy. Yeah, that's low. Okay. She so, said there's no work. I, I'm just yeah, a, no. Oh. I'm rough. I don't want yeah. to get into that it. Was, good thing what we didn't pick four years. Horrible Because I was gonna say El Paso. Oh. I knew it wouldn't have get picked though. Dude, have you been to El Paso? No, I've never been to El Paso. I got split out of El Paso. I've never been to Texas ever. I'm gonna oh, really? be receive. I'm gonna get me a hat. Going to Texas? I should get me boots and just go rolling into the. Oh, dude! Place you're gonna fit right in. Fucking <laughs> cowboy hat Can't on. Come some get boots. it with the gun like, flag. So you were you were on like the the Houston cor- coast, right? Corpus Christi area. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it yeah. sounded like. Yeah, yeah. it was a four hour drive from yeah, Houston. Human it was fucking human as heck. It was fuck yeah, it was human. Yeah. <laughs> San Antonio was worse. That was miserable. That's crazy. Oh, it was yeah. awful. Yeah, you guys got quite a place to go down. To uh, cool down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but allegedly, it's dry. It's, no. And it's Dallas, in the 90s. Dallas at that time more, of year. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're here. only a month away. I haven't even looked at the weather. But fuck it. I'm on this every single day. Yeah, Dude, it's, it's fucking Texas here. And we're doing, I believe we're doing more the afternoon round. You know, we're not at 7 o'clock in the morning driving yeah, the fucking two and a half hours. Or just being buckled from the night before driving yeah. that. Like that ride to fucking Vale. Vale was that was brutal. A little I, bit I didn't much. do it. You did. I know. I, know. <laughs> I fell asleep the whole time. <laughs> mm. Not the whole time. Not the whole time. <laughs> I made sure of that. Uh, you guys been watching the rest of this Olympics? Did he, he, this is what I'm gonna say. I can't even fucking watch highlights of the girls' soccer game that we already know the result of, but we're not gonna be able to watch it till prime time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that your problem for getting you on? Up, to, you can't. I so know. you wake up in the morning. What do you do? You flick on the. You got the news on your phone, right? Women win the gymnastics. Yeah. All right. Where's the video? Well, it's on tonight at fucking seven o'clock. Ooh, uh, it drives me fucking insane. Yeah. See, I kind of was the. I already. I can't stay away. You know, just from yeah. sports pages or whatever, yeah. and they just give me the information. But then but do I you choose, like watching it anyways? Obviously, because I just want to watch highlights this morning of the shootout. Of the uh, women's soccer game, yeah. right? Because they went to shoot out with the Netherlands and won. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to watch the three-minute game recap, like the yeah, NHL does a seven-minute. Yeah. Can't find it anyway. 
right anyway. now we see as we're recording Xander's on the top of the list shot 63 today at 11 under do you know where he started yeah th- under the first under. round I guess. no oh, second he was second. three under oh, at the okay. first one he shot oh, eight okay, under. okay. There you go. Busted all the way to the top. You, you see the story about the South Korean golfers where they're <coughs> fight, oh, yeah. fighting. If they win a gold, they don't have to serve in the military. Yeah, anything less than gold. Yeah. Oh, really? There's yeah. two guys in there, and if they win gold, they don't have to serve in the military, which is like a four-year minimum. Isn't that crazy? That's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like the and like in the you don't day, want to like, serve in the military. That could you be like? Imagine being the one dude though. It was like. Yeah, like back in the day when like Sergei Fedorov and the Russian explosion came over here, that was part of that's from what I understand. That was around the change where they said you either become an Olympic athlete or the best at whatever you do or no matter what you're going. You could also, I believe, go to law school, go to uh, medical school. But if you were just anybody after the, I guess, the essentials of the front lines or whatever you call it. Or an athlete day where you can get my country exposure. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple but guys. But there'd be on one guy in the entire country. He's like, oh, Dan. Yeah, but won now that goal. Like, now, you would be the only kid that never served in the military. You'd yeah. feel like such a bag of shit, wouldn't you? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure you'd be. Playing. I don't know, oh, dude. Yeah. You wouldn't want to not. There, there's been a couple guys. If you and forty well, of your buddies, one out of us three that serves, so you have a different perspective. Yeah, forty on dudes, this. and everybody's like, we gotta go, and you're like, well, I won gold though. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> would you? Yeah. No. I go back to my house. No. Yeah, give me an office job. No. No. You would go Let with them. Let me go them. play tournaments on weekends. You I'll your, show back. Like up. your brothers oh, are in a, there. Fucking all your boys. These guys, a question of going out on tour then and still like, money. And then imagine the parties where everybody's like, "Oh, remember we we're out fucking doing that?" And it's like, "Nah, but I played in the Olympics, though." <laughs> Everybody heard about my gold medal. You know, like you'd be the biggest fucking lamo. <laughs> You have a completely yeah, different perspective than, than I do. I'm like fucking. I am. When I hear that rule change at 12 years old, and I've been like recruited and all this other bullshit. Now it's like game on. I think I don't want to do the military thing. So you have a totally different perspective. Yeah, there's there was a couple guys that won on the PGA Tour, and then I think they hit the age of like 21, 22, and then they had to do their four year sentence yeah. or four year. Sentence. sentence. I, I said that sentence. wrong. Sentence. I said that wrong for your mandatory. Service. Andy, cut that. <laughs> no, don't cut it. No, I know. No, I don't. <laughs> said that wrong. I know that. Um, oh, you're seven this. year death sentence. <laughs> Are you ready to go to another one, boys? I don't know how this is yeah, going to taste. I'm ready. This is going to be oh, probably no. thick. Love the name. Peter. Oh, no, not that one. Peter's one. already. Viva the Beaver. Even we're sticking with the Belgian Beaver Brewery. This, they ought to give us a fucking. Sponsorship this can money is fire. It is pretty awesome. That is unbelievable can right there. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> that is. Might be my favorite can yeah. we've reviewed. Wow, it's Viva La Viva, and there's what a, a fucking uh, can. Everybody listening is gonna want to see it now. <laughs> they are gonna want to see. I'm just gonna leave it at that. No. Don't show. The Mexican chocolate peanut like butter that. stout. I like that. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it matches the can. Like ne- fan, like so never. I mean, it's good. It yeah. is good. That For can, stout, but that dessert, can does not. It's a, it's a yeah, can does yeah. not match the no. beer. That's a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's what a it is. liquid. That's a smoothie. Oh, that's a Reese's Pieces smoothie. Oh. No peanut butter cup, not the yeah. pieces. Yeah. Holy Uh-oh. shit! He hates it. 
He didn't like the no, thickness. No, I'm going to, well. If it wasn't 103 We ain't doing years. no one sip. Everyone knows the rules. <clears throat> fucking, you got to clean your palate like once yeah. or twice yep. with this, for sure. This is. I don't hate it. I, but I do like a little more carbonation. We'll see. It's a little flat. So they have. But stouts are. I see the bubbles. They have nitro milk stout chocolate. I didn't get that. I got this instead. Fuck. I don't hate it. And that oh, is heavy. That's not a sweet. Dude, drink. if it was 68 degrees right now, a little crickets chirping. And maybe Fucking you put some. with the boys. Maybe you put a little bit of Irish cream in there. Sit with the boys you didn't go to the military with. Yeah. So <laughs> they yeah. all have the stories. Saying, hey, check out the beer I brought for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like, really? You we got still drink Keystones? Gold, gold medal around your neck. Boys mm-hmm. have all the stories. Yeah, blinging away. <laughs> they're telling the stories and drinking Keystones, and you're sucking down Viva La Viva. <laughs> I mean, that's a birdie stout for me. If, if I had that's to. a birdie stout, no. Yeah. Dude, that's a good. If you like that's peanut a butter, bogey. is it a par or bogey? No, that's a no. bogey for me. Bogey. Yeah. yeah, and I used to be the biggest. I'm a big stout fan. I will say that. You start adding flavor shit. I will say Four Peaks Pumpkin Stout is, yeah. or Pumpkin Porter, so very close. But you mix a pumpkin porter with their stout. This is unreal. A, but a this one is one and done for me. I oh. mean, I, I couldn't drink multiple. This no, is, no, you're right. This is careful. But, but I like it. I like it. I'm I can telling you, drink that. After a good meal, you yeah. fucking fire one of those down. Yeah. But you're not staying up all night drinking. You're no. just having one of these. No. You no. have to like it's fucking birdie if you want one of those. I love peanut butter. <laughs> I don't like that. Sorry, that's that's different. And like I said, I was I'm a big stout person, drinking that shit early. I mean, style. it's one and done for me, but it's good. But I will continue to partake. The can is unbelievable. Belching, yeah, the can is. You know what? The can should have probably. I've, man, I'm beginning to changing scores. <laughs> you don't know, think no, about no, this what's a little done bit more. Is done. Yeah, what's no, done I'm not, I know. I know. You write it down, and it's done. But the can probably could have brought this to a. This that may be one of the best cans I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. So what's the plan for the rest of the season, Peter? You got overseed is in September 60, eighty-five days. Yeah, September. What is no, it? No, sorry, forty-five days. September twenty-seventh. When are you? September. I'm the twentieth. Yeah. So September twenty-seventh. Um, yeah. Just trying to figure out. Probably doing the. You know, when are you when are you supposed to get your seed delivered? Uh, shoot, Ooh. I, I don't even know. Ooh. I mean, balls are coming in the vice, huh? Huh? Got the old balls in the vice there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. You'll oversee your seed no, kits dude, here, sir. Yeah. I know this is a legit it conversation. Is. I, oh, I, it honestly, is. It is. Like, I think until, this is until it's in the barn. I'm I'm a little worried. So supposedly, yeah. do you think there's another price increase coming? I want to be surprised. Okay, that's I mean, not going to surprise me. I've changed my forecast. Do six times, um, how worried? How really worried do you think you are about not getting it? I I, I am very confident we're getting it because we ordered. They it had back leftover in, seed, dude. Well, that's we ordered. It didn't exist. We ordered it back in February. <laughs> yes, they're getting their nah. seed. We we got it back in February. So I mean. Supposedly, and Mikey died from fucking pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I swear to God, <laughs> I heard that. 
Today's episode is brought to you by ParWest Turf Services. Visit ParWest.com for all your golf course and home course needs. ParWest Turf Services. Use promo code JINGWEEDS for free shipping on orders over $250. Where are you at Triv? Triv, we uh, have that ordered. I mean, whatever, 30, 35 bags. That's at like 475 with tax, five, whatever. Yeah. Which is nuts. I mean, I was texting yeah. you that day. Like, can you imagine spreading out? You know, 10, 15 grand just on your green. Okay, so you asked this question. Now, all right, now you're going to expand that to callers. That, right? So so that was my question. Um, you know, I am looking for the foolproof plan on callers. I'm thinking, okay, well, my callers haven't transitioned well. You know, if I overseen with rye, they're getting the overspray of the green spray. Say you're overseeing them at 500, 700, whatever. What if you overseed your collars with Poa Triv? You pay the extra money up front of maybe another 10, 15 bags to overseed your collars. But, you know, will they transition easier? That's that's my ultimate question. Uh, have you, have you spent you, money on sod uh, to sod the, the collars? Are the collars so bad that you have to worry that much about the transition on them? Or does it just like, yeah, we're not going to... We don't ever transition well on the colors, but the rest of the golf course is pretty fucking good. I don't know. We'll I, and you think down. by the time, but here's a question. By the time you're like ready to, excuse me, that happens all the time, but this Viva the Viva fucking make it happen <laughs> big. Uh, so do you think, um, shit, where was I going with this? By the time you're about to seed into them, though, you're full. With a little bit of sod or no sod, yeah. I don't do any no, sod. No, I, I sod. Yeah, okay. I sod, but but I'm not I'm only each on one year, golf course. Yeah, each year a the little bit more. The other golf courses' cars are fucking perfect. White wings Why? golf course, no idea. Because you didn't oversee. Well, no, you oversee no, those last year. No idea. Okay. Same, same program, rate. same cultural practice, same yeah. identical exist. You know what? White wing, we get rapid blight quit. We don't on the greens. Well, you have uh, the water issue. You say one of them gets better water and. White wing right, get, always gets I mean, the better water, know, right? But like it, the why are the, the the things? Yeah, like, no, but the like white wing does get 10. the better water, correct? No worse. Oh, and that transition. Better. Okay, no more yeah. bitching on the podcast about fucking salty water. If this worse water, the transition's better. Oh fuck off! No, you know what's <laughs> weird is number ten white wing, overseeds and transitions the best. Never any like going to reseed. Never any sod on that entire hole. No idea fucking why. So or you know so twelve. Pretty good. Thirteen so transitions way harder, right yeah, next to each other. There's all kinds of. You could have two holes right next to each other that act completely different. I do. Yeah. So, so you. You so now back to this. So you sawed right a lot. Okay, I've sawed it a lot. Have you thought yeah, okay. of constantly with the same turf, or you have you ever? No, changed I tried Tiff Tough. I did ninety-five percent of my saw this summer with Tiff Tough. Okay, so you now you haven't seen that happen. Or transition. Meaning, meaning how it transitions. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but there, it feels like... How many times do you feel, feel like once you saw it a place, you're going to be sawing it for a while? So, uh, no, are you still going to go at the same rate or you're going to go lighter? But, like, there's... It looks like whatever they did the clubhouse with and there's grass... I don't know. Casey was out the other day and we were looking at this and it's like there are areas that have been sodded in the past before I was there and it almost looks like mid-iron where it's a very... It's, it's like a home lawn and that stuff transitions amazing. See, Every, I've never had an issue with it. I'm going to say it's not mid-iron because what when we first did the bunkers at uh, the canyon, that's what we did the surrounds with. And there are some that are still struggling six years later, 
totally struggling. Really? Yeah. So, sun shines on them every fucking day. I don't know day, if I can bring all someone day. out to figure out what it is, but there's, there is definitely a blend where you can see that it's been sodded out there and it, it transitions. Come April 15th, it's like, what is this? I need this on the whole golf course because it's amazing. To me, 100% of this conversation has to do with the demand for golf in the summer now. Because 20 years it's ago, ridiculous. didn't even fucking matter. I right. have, what do you have? I have 20 guys that just make my life miserable in the summertime. I mean, usually summertime is not bad. It's just the typical – it's changed because, like, what's wrong with the golf course? It's like a transition. I think – and I, I can't say for sure, but 20 years ago, if you had 60% coverage, you're doing fine because yeah. everything's just – it's winter-based. Yeah. yeah. It's 20 bucks around. Who fucking cares, right? Not anymore. Yeah. It's – and I'm not, not so long. I'm saying 20 years ago you don't have that conversation it's like yeah. yeah so what we're gonna oversee it in a couple months anyway and then we're gonna start making 200 dollars round right yeah. now we're selling it for free right and there's 10 of them you know what I mean let's yeah, go we, get this drainage project done like like you we like, have uh, you know how many projects I could do right now if I had bare dirt oh for sure yeah. you know what I mean but instead yeah. five six dudes every day are mowing rough mowing and then two of them are on fucking when vacuums I, I could be putting in drains everywhere yeah. or doing this or doing a bunker project we're out there on every today friday afternoon everything's mowed out finally i still haven't turned on water from everything so finally today i finally got that dry cut yeah. i'm looking for because bailing hay yeah this place looks fucking awful but whatever we just left it out there and then i'm solid tining and top dressing at the same time it's whatever, whatever we get done with. It's two guys on vacuums. The blower's going. Yep. You know, well, also it's a weed up. eating needed to be done. Also, it's a fucking other bullshit, and there's no way I can lose a person. Friday afternoon is kind of like, okay, everything's finally catching up. So now, hey, go trim those trees, everything else. Lost a guy. No, yeah, lost a guy. But uh, good thing he, I'm not kidding. This is kind of funny, though. Just thought of it now. Good thing he did leave because the guy that was mowing in the morning, we didn't have enough carts when he came back. Oh. It was his cart that he took. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Funny. So there are some things where we got to now start sticking a couple guys with each other regardless. Yeah. Make a two-man job. How many carts do you have in crew? Four or five? Uh, we got a couple workmen's. There is. It's never enough. There's, yeah, there's one and two of them that I kind of – we need that. That's for the top dresser. It's yeah. not fucking going out there. Yeah. That pulls all of our equipment. That's right. the guy that pulls like the air fire yeah. and everything else. On paper, that I got a lot of equipment. That ain't going nowhere. Nothing's going in the back yeah. of that. We're not there yet. Yeah. We yeah. can still On paper, I got fuck a lot you. of equipment. Well, regardless, I'll still send out a rough mower all day long or a guy with a backpack blower blowing some bullshit before. What, what total acreage are you again? I'm 68. 68. Yeah. yeah. 200. That's... Two golf courses. Yeah. yeah and you're at what? Yeah. 86 total. Uh, any talk of turf reduction with the water issues? There's honestly not. Many I mean. talks, Dan? It's. Uh, our driving range HOAs is like, have too many pull. Too much pull. Yeah. Like in your community, Trilogy's not going to allow that. Yeah. No there's, way. There's not much to be had. Because the right. residence there drives the value of the homes down. Yeah. No, I know. But with water. I know no, costs because you it's, have reclaimed, it's just, right? Just like yeah. sea prices, they're going to fork over whatever it costs. Yeah, it's like oh, sea prices doubled. Well, we can't not oversee the fucking chuck. <coughs> I think. Maybe See, I, I think it's going to go the other direction where courses are going to be more or less forced into not overseeding. Well, that's like my rates are dropping. Hundred pounds yeah. an acre. Yeah. So th plus, that's that's yeah. what I was saying. One hundred fifty pounds in the rough. I feel like mm -hmm. there's 
going to be courses this winter that either don't get enough seed or don't get seed where they're going to everyone's been afraid to be that first guy correct and there's going to be guys that are yeah. the first guy first this guy. winter and so i at certain types need, of clubs cuz there's a couple exactly. of them out here they get 40 rounds Every, a day everyone's afraid like hey let's see how that club does this winter well there's going to be that this winter so we're yeah. going to find out how that goes how many golfers are going to notice uh, I, i'm telling you let's say if you went cut your rate in half and i'm going to do half that rate so if you were at 500 you go to 250, 250 and paint. you paint what right. percentage of people would know? And I would say close to less than 5%. But at a place like yours that's private and they have the communication of what's going on, they all know they now. All know, Even cause... if we didn't say. They don't know that we have two different types of grasses. Yeah. I got a comment the other day because we uh, shut down the golf course to spray out, and we sprayed out quail. It's shut down for five weeks and we reopened. Like, I don't understand why how a golf course could get worse during a tw- like a four-week clo- four closure. It's like a... Well, we, we got up. rid of all that grass yeah. that you were playing on. We're, we're putting the new the, the reason why we closed. Stuff. And it's June, dude. Yeah, and the reason why we closed. There's a reason right. why we closed to do this. But people, they, the, oh, we put two different kind of grass? Like, they don't know. They don't, people they don't, don't know. know. They yeah. want to see green. I, ha- I had a member complaining that, I don't get it. Why, why can't you just have one grass year-round? You know? yeah. from, from Seattle. Yeah, and I would say... I don't know, but I wish. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Fucking great no, question. You gotta play we can, but you're not gonna like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you you'll be like, I paid 120 dollars for yeah. this. Take a picture, put much. on fucking we, Snapchat. Like we, it's two months. It's December and January. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So pound for pound, because. All right, I'm preaching to the choir here. You guys are playing golf regardless. Yeah. You know, regardless of what we do. As far as, you know, maybe we're a little bit biased here or whatever it is. You're going to go play golf regardless. Now, we're not paying 99.95% of the times. We're not paying for golf. So we're not investing in anything. There are courses out there that is a legit investment. You know, so you almost can think that, all right, they got a stake in the game here. Maybe it's a member at one of the high-end guys, you know, or a member at your place. Whatever it is, it's their Disposable income, yeah, yada yada. Uh, I almost forget where I was going this, but how much would you be pissed off playing places like that? Or do you think that aren't overseeded? Yeah. Or do you think it's your complete superintendent brain that says that's not overseeded? That's fucking great. I know. It's my yeah. It's my superintendent brain. Yeah, yeah, we work in the business, so we're gonna obviously have a mentality towards it. But you know, but can you understand them? Thinking that same thing. So yeah, I, th- I, I think I back, can. I, I used to work as an assistant golf pro, and it's like, I think back to those days, and I was a snob. Exactly. I, I was what a we, snob hold kebab about everywhere <laughs> I went. Yeah. It was true. It's he like, just chucked snob kebab at us. <laughs> yes. That is fucking banana snob kebab. <laughs> Probably <laughs> never not using that. When I get a little in front of myself, if I'm ever over my I'm fucking skis, every time, yeah, dude, yeah, if I'm ever idiot. over the skis, I am sorry, honey. I am being a snob kebab because I cannot picture. Are you mad? Feed it. No, sorry, honey. No, sorry. sorry, honey. I'm using I need, that tonight. Yep. I need a little therapy session. I've been a snob kebab. It's, it's like Holy back smokes. then i was you know you go everywhere and it's like you judge everyone on every little detail and it's like you don't realize all the work that goes into it yeah. it's it'd be funny if you ask bali 
who was in that same condition, and now he's working on this side. I'm sure when he goes to places, he, uh, you know, oh, I can understand what they're going through here yeah. and stuff like that. It's it's so different where, you know, people that all they do is drop down money and they go play golf. They expect perfection every time, and it's I don't think people realize all the work that goes into it. But here's the thing: do they though, or is it just because we're in such a microclimate of golf where everything is so fucking good, like? Palm Springs here. Correct. Yeah. This pureness. Is that same expectation carried in the know. Midwest where it's like, oh, if it's rain, it's green. If it's not, we like, if you put our golf course conditions at what we think is the worst against, against those, yeah. where do we rank? Because the expectation here, I think, in the Southwest is so high. Is so well, fucking they, high. They see what they get in the wintertime. They expect that year round. Right. That ain't going to happen well, year round. It's, it's anywhere where there's big money type. Correct. And de- or destination type. You know, I think like those places that are in yeah. New York, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, Long Island. <sighs> like you, we're better, going to, you better be good. We're going yeah. to Phoenix. We yeah. saw it. On, it's going to be awesome. You know, but Western track, Connecticut. But your yeah. track at home, oh, we got a little bit of issues or whatever. It hasn't rained a couple of weeks. Like, is our yeah. expectation too? I think it, uh, you know, I don't know. And I guess I'll have to have my mother on the podcast one day to ask her. She's a good golfer. Um, I've had the conversations of what, you know, when I go play with her back home and it's like, oh, this place is horrible and this and that. Oh, the greens are this, the greens are that. And you just look at it, it's like, and I go there or, you know, the place I grew up on, it was just like, yeah, this is totally going to be awful. Yeah. Like they just charged us $20 to come out here and there's the, they just announced that they were the owners working in the restaurant and behind the. They're selling you yeah. reused lake balls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. It's in, just a field with a hole at the end of it. Now it's about you having a good time, regardless. Yeah. Well, you know. A, so out here, you get these courses that are charging one fifty to two fifty in the winter time, and then in the summertime it's thirty five, forty five bucks. There's still courses so, out here charging ninety five dollars. I know yeah. it's crazy, but what it is is those guys are like, thank you, oh, Instagram. Man, I get a chance to go play this golf course for thirty five bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna go out there and play it for 35 bucks in June. What the heck? This doesn't look like a, the course that I had built up in my mind. I'm gonna write about it and say how bad it is. Yeah. It's like, wait, 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 wait a second. This is its off season. We need to, you know, let's what get a reality check. What does your course check. look like in yeah. the middle of the winter? Oh, it's That's, it's under snow. Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. They get yeah a six month breather. Exactly. It's fucking growing ryegrass straight into Bermuda, yeah. and we better not skip a beat. If you pay thirty five bucks as opposed to one seventy five in prime season, there's, there's a, a reason, reason for that. Right. Yeah. But it, and I'm ju- all I'm doing is playing devil's advocate here. Is that's that particular person's disposable income? Yeah. But yeah. we've built that expectation into ourselves, yes. which is why we're complaining about not transitioning callers. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing about sand? I, you know, I I haven't had an issue with it, so. I, I, we're we're doing bunkers it is connected. We're doing uh, we're continuing our bunker project next year, where we're chipping off you know a quarter of the bunkers each summer. At that time, I'll revisit bunker sand, which I got the, from the same vendor you used. But um, I'll have to figure out something new for that. But as as opposed to top dressing sand, I'm not having an issue with that. Which it sounds like for you the greens as well. Yeah, greens as well. I've got a lot of sand in my parking lot yeah. right now. 
So uh, I'm, well, shit. I'm using Andy. I'm, cut that because I'll have fucking pigeons running around, <laughs> fucking filling their pockets and running I'm, up to their pickup trucks late I'm at using night. USGA for top dressing greens and approaches right now. And how much, price. yeah, right. And how much, like, what rates are you going at? Like, are you going heavy on the greens, heavy, heavier on the collars? Like, yeah. are you pushing that limit? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to treat the approaches and collars like they're mini greens or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Um, what do you think of the Tiff Tough so far? And how long has it been in? Uh, it's been in for, was that two months now or a month and a half? I like it. I mean, I, I'm excited to see from what I've heard, it goes to dormant later and comes out of dormancy earlier. And so. I'll tell you what, what, right now, if mine continue to come back on my tees, I'm going to be super pumped because after that rain and you know, the lack of employees and having to change machines up from different heights and all that other bullshit, you don't quite get to it every day. So it's getting a fucking beating of get, kind of getting scalped out, but yeah. if you add water to it and it yeah. comes right back. So I'm a little worried about that part of it, but I had told Martin, I was like, Hey, the cheapest thing right now is fucking sod at yeah. this point. So if we're going to change out a couple tea boxes or a little bit of a green surround next year, I'm cool. Cause no problem. we're getting close. We're just we're now today finish. they finished the backside spraying in the bunker. So they, after all the rain, they had to stop because they couldn't glue two. Sorry. 14 and 16 pretty much washed out because they sprayed them in the late afternoon on Thursday and all the rain came on Friday or started on Friday. So all the glue didn't quite adhere. And so those they had to redo today. Now in all of that, how many weeds and everything grew yeah. through all of that? We have, we have uh, there's board. still a whole <laughs> bunch. Now they're going to have to go. They're going to legitimately have to go and sod cut around the bunkers again because all the runners have filled in everything, really? but there's a step down because of where they yeah. sawed cut before. Oh. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I really don't think this rain, I think we're, and we'll bitch forever and we'll take all this rain because. Yeah. Oh, we're just whatever. at the start of it. I think oh, there's, yeah. It's, there's a we smell in the August air yet. that this, yeah, August is, usually the worst this is gonna yeah. come and it's gonna I mean, come if you good. Got five inches, I mean, you're looking towards, So I'm worried yeah, about now about it. Fuck. Yeah, I'm worried about now it starting to, you know, push it back a little bit more because he's in the same boat. I've said it. He's in the same boat as he's overworked and understaffed. Yeah. You know, he's got plenty of projects. He could be everywhere right yeah. now. Could be everyone. It could absolutely everywhere. Yeah. yeah, there's some extra money yeah. thrown around now, you know, whether it is just using it solely on labor or, hey, I got this project on. Are they back working on your tee box? Back on Monday. Back on Monday. So all that week. fucking four feet of sand or material that we took off the range was all sand. So it was it all just what? Rain, sand. Yeah. Five inches of rain. They're right back out there. We're not running yeah. shit up. Nothing. So have you, even, right have you even started on your front nine project yet? Or uh, All the sand's been gone forever, but they're almost grown in completely. But I mean, point. like, did they have to do any reshaping or? Oh no, they're gonna. Bunkers? No, they haven't even started that. Wow. Uh, so number one, the, you know, the orange tee box in the back of number two that no one ever uses, and right yeah. next to the lake, it makes it like a fucking two hundred forty-five yeah. yard shot uphill. Ridiculous for, you know, our right demographic. Exactly. So all that dirt's gonna go on the right side of number one. Fill in that stupid old dip that was there. Smooth that out so you can almost play it off of it and get it to. Gotcha. Roll on to this little postage stamp green. 
Number two, uh, bunker just gets dropped down the hill a little bit to see it, but more down the hill, not so much next to the green. Number three, the bunker goes away, and we'll just make that almost into a little, yeah. not really a pot bunker because it can't, because it needs support, yeah. but a little bit of a collection area. Front left? Yeah. That's yeah. going to just go away just because of really because of maintenance. That green, and it just doesn't make sense in the green. That green's got enough. enough yeah, and, action. and if you don't yeah. hit the green, yeah. it's rolling off. The only – if you really – going all the way down the But hill. it doesn't because no one comes into it. If you really Not want it at that, yeah. it needs to be directly in front of the green, yeah. and then now that makes – That shot up that hill, it sucks. Like yeah. if you were in a bunker yeah. 16 feet below that, it would be awful. I would say that par threes of Desert Canyon are – all you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, any golf course in Phoenix. Yes. Literally, you can put them up against any golf course in Phoenix. It's so number four, the backside bunker, uh, the one on the left, that's going to go away, and I'll end up mowing that all low cut. Low, yeah. So it'll all be – now you – the thought process is, as a golfer, instead of you're in the bunker, which it doesn't really protect shit. All it's doing is stopping balls. So the bunker makes it, quote, unquote, easier. Yeah. Because you walk in there and you're just like, I got one club. It's my sandwich or whatever I yeah, use to get out of the sand. Now I got options. sandwich, putter, yeah. bump and run, something or other, depending on where the pin is. Mm -hmm. Number five is just going to slide down the hill a little bit uh, and be probably about the same size. Number six, uh, fairway one is going to pretty much I'm going to treat that as a waste bunker. I'm not going to put a rake out there, which it kind of is just a waste over there. I don't yeah. know how... We'll have to have a local rule because we have to redo the scorecards anyways because of the tee boxes. So yeah. local rule number six, fairway bunker, is a fucking waste bunker. And that's all it is, collection area because the fucking eucalyptus trees yeah. suck all yeah. everything up. But we thought of next year trying to just grass it in and just leave it as a depression. That'll catch the balls from mm -hmm. going out on Saguaro. Because there's a lot more grass around it now from years of top dressing around it. So when you grass in these bunkers, are you putting enough fill in it to make it where you can bring a mower in there? Or are these like Oh, no, no, mowers? no. Fuck no. These are all mowed. Yeah, all mowed. All mowed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, bunker stays kind of the same on the left. Right side becomes one bunker. Uh, number seven, the fairway bunker is now going to, instead of go horizontal with it, it's going to turn, go left yeah. or right. Yep. And the left one on the green side is now going to become low mode, little depression. Yeah. So when you stand on the tee, that fairway bunker is now going to be out in the middle of the fairway. So now it's going to become a legit. And then with the pump station on the right hand side, you got to hit a shot. Now you got to yeah. start hitting it off the tee, like okay, instead of completely bombing. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to come way out into the fairway. I think it comes out 16 feet, maybe, mm -hmm. which. Doesn't look that much. When you go stand out there, we I'm put sure out a, a, like. a bucket out in the fairway where the edge was. It was like, okay. And then we'll push it a smidge down the fairway like it's going to go towards the far end of it, mm -hmm. I believe. Shit, no. There's a sprinkle ahead there. So we do have to cut it short. We have to come in the other direction. But it still sits, we think, of your de depth perception because there's no more bunker at the green. So you can't see how far that bunker is now yeah. out in the fairway yeah so that'll just be a mind fuck hole which once you play it three or four times you're like all right just blast it past it yeah. you know but that's that's us that's not my clientele right uh number eight bunker on the right pretty much stays the same bunker on the left gets pushed back into more of a pot bunker 
opening up more of an access area to the green. So the part three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Opening up more of an access area plus a little bit of a bailout spot, and I'll mow all that low. But basically, keep the uh, all the traffic off the front because the only spot to get on that green is coming around that bunker. So the thing just gets beat to shit. So we thought, and that's it's only going to be protected by the back left hand side. Yeah. uh, You know, pin location. Number ten bunker stays the same. Eleven is pulled a little bit right. Sorry, a little bit left. The left front one's pulled left away with next year the or in two years, depending on the side that we pick, is do we – we're going to open up that green a little bit and bring it out to the sprinkler head so I'll have much more pin location. So this this year, the green, or next next year as well, depends on, on the projects we're going to yeah. do. That bunker is going to be just – probably to us that I'm telling you this, a little bit moved over – compared to the rest of them around the green. And the idea is to one day get the green to come out, to get the whole front of that more, much more pin locations. Okay. The left, the right side green is uh, bunker is now on the back side of it. And that's going to be all mode low. Low. Um, again, access area to the green, keep the traffic down, spread it around. Um, it is, is Brawley yeah, behind? Well, yeah. 12 does the same 13. The bunker comes down down in front of the green a little bit more so and then all the tees on that hole got redone uh except for the orange tee that was done a couple years ago yeah everything else much bigger much flatter a lot more teeing space uh but the bunker definitely to the good player when you get over to the blue tee as the tee box starts moving to the right the blue tee it kind of okay but the orange now that thing's in your face yeah like it came Hey, Siri, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she's not going to like it. Oh, you guys shut do, off. You guys are doing a lot. Quite a bit. Uh, so I mean, are, are you four, guys... 14, the bunker on the right stays. Uh, sorry, the bunker on the right gets pulled down the hill. Okay. So when you're down in the bottom on your typically second shot for us, third shot for a lot of the clientele. Now the bunker is at eye level with the front of the green. Yeah. So there's a huge depth perception. Again, the, where the bunker was is all filled in. I'll low that. Um, sorry, low that mow. You guys <laughs> all get that. The left side gets just kind of pulled down the hill a little bit. So there's not so much. You know on the back sides of all my bunkers, the support was all there. So it was this big drop off. Correct. Yeah, That's all up. being softened by being pulled down and kind of in front of each one of the yeah. greens. And then the 16 bunkers stay the same a little bit, but not so much support, a lot more grass rollover, smaller too. And then offset a little. Uh, 17 is now one bunker, much bigger, much flatter bottom. Uh, Yeah, I saw the pictures. It's badass. And then 17 and 18, oh, sorry, 16 T-boxes, bananas, bananas. A lot of reception on that so far? Oh, and we haven't even put people on it. Oh, you haven't? No, fuck no. Yeah. Keep them off up until the very end, I think. Yeah. Grow it in, get it good. Again, the sod with the rain. So each time I mow it, it kind of looks like shit. Yeah. Like finally Monday, if we get, it's in the forecast, but it's not a fucking, well, there's some blooming, but nothing good yeah. right now. We're not going to get rain this weekend. So hopefully we get another nice cut on that, get it growing in. Because it seems like every time I go there, it's like mowing through it, you know. Yeah bailing hay uh but their badass perspective off of those things is 
Fucking How those, unreal. Uh, eco mats work going out. So because of all the rain and everything else, I haven't even had a chance yeah. to turn it on because I'm running them. I turned one on the other day and I don't quite think it's hooked up. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> turned one on the other day and it's just, I'm like, no, this ain't, this ain't even hooked up. So we'll get to that. Part How would of you it. tell? Hearing the valve go. Yeah. Yeah. Flushing. You know, yeah. something. Some sort of noise, feel the pipe, <laughs> hear, feel vibration, see water coming out when you open it all up. Yeah, something's not right, but it's all plugged in. Or I don't know if the contractors didn't quite hook it up. I don't know what the fuck's up. It's a slow whisper. But it's on the same, it's on the same lateral as the heads. The heads and the heads come right on. Yeah. But anyways, number five will be a legit hole with that thing pulled all the way back. Legit par four. Like you're not, now you're hitting, even long hitters, you're hitting to the low flat area. Yeah. You're not getting to the top of the hill, you know, by the bathrooms. Yeah. Yep. Where that was easy. Just hit it over there and you got a clean shot. Yeah, I don't exactly. think you're hitting it. I mean, you got to, you got to peel one off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 18, the bunker got bigger, dropped down the hill a little bit, a little bit more makes a little bit more sense can see it from the bottom when you stand down there mm-hmm. the idea was to still see that top line uh it's it's pretty sweet I so mean, are you guys going to continue construction next year on stuff or? so here's thought process so seeds going through the banana yeah you know banana where are they going through the banana peels the banana, banana the mom and eater would your client ever consider doing just big wide fairways and then no roughs or no? um I've thought of that, uh, but I have to oversee everything. That's what, I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. So you would rather go at a lighter rate on everything. Yeah. And then just do wide Well, that's fairways. to save. No, I'm, I'm doing fairways, lighter and rough lighter. No, and no, then no painting. instead of overseeing rough, I'm widening the fairways. Widening oh. the fairways. Oh, yeah, I think I have. No, I have done mostly that, but I have... Uh, but you still oversee the roughs. That's what I'm I doing. have to oversee the rough. Yeah. The irrigation sets up that I gotcha. have to you oversee have to. the rough. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd have just circles down yeah. the middle, you know, that had germinated. Yeah. So um, I figured go lighter on that, paint the fairways. Because I think this is the way it's going. It's yeah. going down this road. We are headed to some sort of non-overseed. I brought up to Martin the other day is, hey, maybe we kick out a couple of projects for the next couple of years and we turn to maybe a ultra dwarf that doesn't need to be overseeded yeah. we're going to widen these greens yep let's start thinking about maybe hey, let's wait two years There's a lot of courses that are doing their greens right now right I mean, have you heard palm De- i mean palm desert it's like it's unreal how many guys are redoing their greens right now yeah. well all those guys are redoing their greens from that lawsuit i guess from a couple of years ago so it's like there's there's a lot of guys that are springing their greens this summer. Let's put it that way. Really? Yeah. So, how many acres do you oversee on each course? 40 uh, each? Like 40, 40, 45 each. Yeah. 40 each. It'll be, uh, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I brought it up with, I think you, saying how Alta Mesa redid their greens to Mini Verde, and then they did their collars. They started their collars, me, Verdi, too. Highlands was like that. And they're painting both of them. And it's like, that's oh, what, it that sounds was, like a pretty good darn plan. Yeah. To that, that, was, yeah. that was my question. That's yeah. why I asked, have you changed grasses? Yeah. When I asked you what you're doing on I the calls, have you to. changed grasses? I would, 
I would love to be a club. But Highlands oversees their greens. I know. I'd love to be a club that doesn't oversee their greens and doesn't oversee their colors. If that was something in our future, we have we have three small greens. So changing cups in the wintertime on those, eh, that might be an issue. But I don't know. I, I think the benefits of everything else far outweigh that. So it's it's you know the amount of nitrogen we have to put down for our process of growing in a winter grass and then growing in a summer grass every year it's completely unneeded what do you think that that's a question that i had earlier do you think that's where you should be wasting your money now now that you know that you're going to have to have a really good bermuda grass start putting in the p and k that's what I'm doing. I, I and lay well, off a little bit on the nitrogen. I ordered, build up the I ordered the some guys that we're going to need next year. All these areas that transition bad that I've filled in now, I'm going to be juicing them with P and K. Because right sometimes now. you know you start throwing out fucking a ton of nitrogen early it's, it's on, wait, you get hit with these rainstorms. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. You know, fucking Dan Cutler on a fucking <laughs> rough. Well, it's like plowing. We everywhere we sod cut on that property. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere we sod cut on that property in areas that, you know, like sometimes we'll, we'll cut a couple rows of sod at the beginning of a hole in the rough, an area that gets no car traffic, hasn't been overseeded for years. And it's like the roots are, you know, not even an inch, two, de- two inches deep. And it's like, what's going on out here? What, what? I feel like everything out there is just superficial. It's, and that, it's almost that's, like you're growing grass and thatch, which I, yeah. basically I've been doing for years. And right, it, yeah. We yeah. need to figure out a program to be able to get the those caliche, roots. I was using a jackhammer to get fairway heads out of the ground. Yeah. You had, uh, how was that uh, mainline leak this week? Oh, right on our car path. I mean, it wasn't bad, but Fuck. it's the fact that we got to bust two panels out. Really? Yeah. Just for a crack in the mainline. And then you got to go get new fucking concrete, which is yeah. through the right. roof. So I got to get, yeah. Through the roof yeah. right now. Right. Calling a truck out there for a little pigeon fucking pile? I'm going to get somebody. I got a good relationship of a lady like does. Oh, okay. She's a landscaper, but does all sorts of shit. So typically. And you got some houses going up out there, like down in that area. That's like, oh, yeah, throw an extra couple of yards. Sometimes you get a bit. It's like, Heather, you got to you got to come up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. The next dude is like 4,000 over you for. Oh, yeah. One of them. Yep. You know, like. This let is me, okay, but let me run your business and we'll be millionaires. But you know I what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yes, no, I totally. But I cannot. The tree guy in town. It's the that. same way. Yeah. Guys out there cutting trees and doing all his work, and it's like Jesus Christ. Let me run this fucking business. So I swear to God, we'll yeah. we'll kill it. Yeah. Pool cleaning too. Yeah. Pool cleaning. Tell those people to fucking kiss ass. You go out there and vacuum it. They'll be like, No, here's a couple more bucks. Yeah. You got a pool? No. Oh. Whew. Danny's got one. Oh. You got a guy that cleans it, or you do it? You're looking at. Oh. We have a water feature. At least he's hot. <laughs> yeah, we right. have a water feature at a restaurant that is not well designed, and many people have fallen into it because it's like an open. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> it is. it's like an open hey, water. If, fall. if anybody is it's in not that a area, good design. If anybody is in the Peoria area and is looking for pizza, V's tap room has unbelievable has. Really good. Not Anyways, unbelievable. The, really good pizza. And the they have an infinity requ- pool that will take your ass out. <laughs> requires constant. I mean, we have guys out there probably four times a week, every week. I mean, it's nuts. So it's... I'm it's sure, not even funny anymore. Yeah. I'm sure the guy that, like, thought of it was like, this is going to be a great thing. And I, then, you know, 10 years I cannot the believe they like, don't oh, have some sort of fence around there. I can't believe that just by a, a liability. There's been a lot of lawsuits. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah, just that alone, I would say. Yeah, 
I can't imagine. All right, Dan is Dan's back in his bags. Me and Peter may keep this going. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Family time. Just having a little bit of talk on a fucking microphone. Dan, we'll see you later. Peter, thank you for having yep, or coming. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Everybody, later. Later. Stay pissed. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. <laughs>